course, tomorrow is the Council Roundup. Always look forward to digesting that and bringing you the highlights so that you can stay informed with what's going on in the capital city. Uh, and uh, to preview that a bit, let's uh, have a conversation now with uh, Springfield Alderman Ralph Hanauer joining us on WMAY. Alderman, thanks for taking time with us. How are you? Hey, thanks for having me. I'm doing great. Absolutely. Doing great. No, anytime. I like uh, bringing you guys on, especially the day of, so we can get a bit of a preview to anticipate what's going to happen. And, of course, last week was the Committee of the Whole, which uh, for people just procedurally so they understand, it's where all the aldermen get together. They review all the ordinances. Non-controversial ordinances go on to a consent agenda where they're all lumped together and voted on at once. The controversial ordinances where there may be more debate needed. That gets put on a debate agenda where they debate those individually before they approve them. Tonight is the full city council meeting where final passage is expected for uh, everything you guys touched on last week. Um, one thing that you touched on last week uh, it kind of also goes back to when you guys were budgeting earlier this year, uh, and that deals with how to use COVID-19 relief dollars and, in particular, uh, how those dollars are going to be used for the Springfield Fire Department. Walk us back to the budgeting process where you guys decided to amend the budget and cut 1.4 million. I guess I should say reduce the budget uh, by 1.4 million dollars for the fire department and what we can expect to happen tonight with those COVID-19 federal relief dollars. Well, I think that you know before we had gotten a report from uh, um, uh, Director McCarty that. If we continue with uh, with the way we were going on the budget, which we were using fund balance uh, basically to balance the budget, um, you know, at a pretty high clip, um, that within you know three or four years that we were not going to be able to, uh, you know, that we were going to be out of fund balance, and um, that's not good at all. Um, and uh, so, you know, we looked at we looked at the departments that that, you know, have stayed within budget and who's, who's gotten cut public works has gotten cut, you know, dramatically. And they're the one, you know, that's the, that's, you know, that's a main key. And, you know, we try not to, not to cut pub, you know, public safety budget, but we had, um, you know, the police that have, have, that are down, you know, uh, uh, multiple, multiple, I, I want to say like 20 police officers. I'm not sure the exact number, but, um, so they were down and fire. All, what we were seeing was every year they're coming in for 800, you know, $700,000 over budget for overtime. And we, you know, it's just not sustainable. Something has to, had to be done. And so, uh, we cut, we cut their budget and, uh, you know, um, you know, we, what we wanted to do is the chief to kind of look and see, try to make cuts accordingly. And, uh, this is, you know, I mean, as, as a budget exercise, um, and in the meantime, we, we started receiving federal funds that, that, you know, for COVID and, uh, that put us in a pretty good spot. And, uh, this year we did not have the dramatic decrease in fund funding that we thought we were going to have. And so once we got those numbers and we knew what we were getting for, uh, for the, uh, from the federal government, um, I'd talked to the mayor and, and the mayor talked to other aldermen that, that voted, 
to cut and we decided to just uh you know to restore that because you know again we we thought that we were gonna it was gonna be a uh, you know a tough year going forward and and tougher years you know and you know this this in no way gets gets the fire department off the hook um, we have to look at we we need to look at new ways to to do things to where we do not have um, you know six and eight hundred thousand dollar a year overage on on overtime. Um, we just we don't allow any other departments to do that, so that has to be looked at. Um, you know, but uh, we were able to restore this, and I'm glad that we were. You know, nobody wants to cut, but you know, sometimes you have to because. When it, when the time comes, if the if the real cuts have to take place, you may be looking at some a lot larger cuts than that that could affect, you know, firehouses and whatever. And, and we certainly don't want to do that because you know we we're concerned about public safety, and our fire department does a great job, Greg. I, I, I you know this is nothing against the job that they do. We just we just can't allow you know, $800,000 of overage in overtime. Well, it sounds like it's it's an issue of uh, doing it efficiently. Uh, You can do a great job and it costs a lot of money uh, and you could still do a great job and do it efficiently. How do we achieve those efficiencies if it's not through reducing the, uh, the amount of tax dollars for uh, a department? Is it, uh, is it about uh, hiring more people to try to not have uh, uh, the, the overtime? Is it uh, maybe changing the, the policies on uh, when you have three or four people go out to a call instead of just having one person with a small truck? Uh, is it the minimum manning issues? I mean, how how do we address the issue of making uh, the department more more effective and efficient? Right, and and I mean, it's kind of all the above what you just said. We we need to look at you know nothing should be off the table. We have to look at that, and uh, but um, you know, and it's it's not a popular. Uh, thing to do but but you know people also don't want to see taxes raised and and uh you know you know it would come down to that if 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 we're not going to cut where we've cut all the other departments then then at some point in time we're going to be at a position where um we're not we're it's not going to be a matter of if it's going to be when and and you know we certainly want to try to try to avoid that at all costs but um, but no, I, you know, and I'm glad that we were able to get this, you know, get this money back in, into their budget, but the chief's got to, uh, you know, really take a look at things and we need to, we need to, um, you know, we need to all get our, our, uh, people together, the unions and all that. And we need to figure out a way to be more efficient and, and uh, less overtime. That's, that's the key because we, um, there's not a, not a business or, even government that could that can 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 deal with that. Yeah, you know? I mean, when I work um, when I worked at a, a restaurant, you know, the, the manager was always cognizant of I don't have any I don't have the overtime budgeted for that. I'm sorry, I just can't I can't have you on anymore. Get out of here. You've worked 40 hours. Get out. Um, yeah, so you know, yeah. six hundred thousand dollars in overtime. That's six hundred thousand dollars that could be going to some other city function or uh, to sewers, for instance. Um, Alderman, we've got just a few more moments here, and I do want to talk about the homeless situation and how to best address that. But uh, back to these overall funds, more than thirty 
$15 million coming to the city in two different tranches of uh, funds. I think $17 million has already been delivered. Uh, $1.4 million of that up for consideration, giving to the, fi- the fire department to restore reductions in their budget for this fiscal year. Um, how else do you want to use that money that Springfield got directly uh, from federal taxpayers? Well, I I want to see something tangible. Um, what I would like to see, you know, a good example. We've just had a, a ton of rain, and you've seen uh, we every ward um, should get some of that money. In my mind, uh, every ward has problems with their storm sewers or or drainage in certain areas. You know, and uh, I've got a bad problem out by Lincolnshire uh, on Chatham Road where where it floods Chatham Road. Um, you know, I know Alderman Donilon has a really bad problem at Washington and uh, Kokomo. Um, and, you know, uh, you, you look and uh, it's all over the city. You know, maybe we need to use that money to, to try to fix some of those problems or some of our sewer problems that's going to crop up. And eventually, EPA is not going to allow us to just say, you know, on our sewer issues, they're not going to allow us to keep kicking the can down the road. They're going to say, you're going to have this done, and you're going to have it done now. And you're looking at a $200 million, you know, um, you know problem right away, you know, which, uh, you know, we I, I just think that we need to see something more tangible. What I'm concerned with is we're going to uh, use, you know, a million or two million here, million, you know, million, two, two million there, and, and it's all going to be gone. And uh, that's certainly that that would not be good for the city. Uh, I mean, you know, we don't need it for we don't need to use it for beautification in, in my mind. We need to use it for something tangible. Springfield Alderman uh, Ralph Hanauer here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Uh, finally, it took a lot of discussion last week, even though it was a short meeting. Most of it seemed to be focused on how to best address those impacted by homelessness. Uh, and, uh, you know, you, you talked about, um, you know, if people are breaking the law, uh, they need to be held accountable. It doesn't matter if they're in a mansion or if they're uh, homeless. Um, how do we address this in in the most humanitarian way uh, to to ensure that uh, resources are available, uh, that uh, certain individuals individual issues are dealt with, uh, but also not being a, uh, a a major burden not just on the city's finances, but also just walking around or driving around downtown Springfield, not being uh, uh, hit up for for money at every street corner or to see the tents set up uh, outside of uh, certain facilities. How do we address this? And I know it's tough to to encapsulate that in two minutes, but (laughs) Uh, but, uh, we got two minutes. (laughs) Okay. Well, here, here's the deal. Number one, I think that you, the people that are standing on street corners, um, are, is a completely different thing than the homeless. I'm not too sure that the people that are standing on the street corners are necessarily homeless. And it actually would be interesting if people, if we, if someone would, you know, could really tell me that. Um, I, I'm, or you know, I, I think that, you know, you got the the tent city where remember the alderman has stated we want the the uh, health and housing center. That's what we passed. We funded that. And uh, this, the administration elected not to go uh, with that because of a neighborhood that was complaining. But that the, the tent city is, is closer to the neighborhood that, that threw the fit. So they would rather have tent city than, than, than the health and housing center. 
I mean, that was going to work. That was going to be the best thing, I think, uh, for everyone involved. We had, you know, we had the hospitals involved in that. I believe that, you know, we've got someone, we've got the, the consortium, uh, Josh Sabo and uh, Erica Smith are working, you know, uh, trying to come, you know, to come up with a plan. And I think they're, they're working with the hospitals in that. What I think we need to do is let them, let the experts make the plan and we need to, um, we need to fund it. And um, I think that, you know, there's been uh, talk on social media that, that the aldermen aren't involved, but I can tell you, I've had numerous conversations with Erica Smith and I know other aldermen have so that we're on, you know, that, that we understand what's going on. And, uh, you know, so it's not like we're just sticking our heads in the sand. We, we all want this to uh, be solved, you know, but you're still going to have people out on the street because people, there's certain people that just do not want housing and they don't, you know, they got to follow some rules, and people don't want to do that. Alderman, and, uh, um, those are the ones that you need to get help. We'll, we'll, we'll obviously be hearing more about this uh, in the uh, weeks ahead, I would imagine. Uh, real quick here, just briefly, do you have any information on that explosion in a uh, trash bin downtown? Uh, I have yet to get any uh, information from uh, local law enforcement. Uh, have you heard anything? What, what was that about? I have not heard um, anything about that. Uh, I was out of town over the weekend, and uh, well, apparently and, uh, this was so I, yesterday downtown. It was just a like yeah, an explosion, I, and they had multiple uh, investigators on the scene. But I really haven't seen any updates on that. I was just curious if the uh, Springfield Alderman might know. So, uh, no, maybe, I haven't. Uh, you you will probably know before we will. <laughs> but uh, um, well, if I find we, out, I'll let you know. Okay, <laughs> I, I appreciate that. I appreciate right. that.